strike that, reverse it, worst gift ever, and what kind of man do you want to be? All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. I'm shaking my head. I'm shaking You're my head. You're so vibrating. Shaking my, I'm shaking my, shaking my, shaking my. Hey, Melissa. Hello, Lovesky. How are you? I'm a little sore throated. Is that I'm from well. screaming on sidelines? Screaming my head off. And also in, 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 come on, let's go. And also in celebration for you did it. So it's, it's a lot of screaming. And also, frankly, at the banquet, where you're screaming things like, yes, I'll have a drink, because it was so crazy loud <laughs> in there. How are you? How's your life? What's happening? What's cooking? What you got? <sighs> um, my life's pretty good. I mean, I, I don't have a lot of a lot of complaints, which is not surprising, because I live a very <laughs> privileged, excellent life. I do have a couple of super funny things to tell you. Hit I know, me. I know that you, no, I would never. I know that you like uh, updates on the shore house. And I wanted to tell you that we went down there the other day to meet the builder to say, because the windows are in and the roof is on. Wow. And like all these things are moving. But the super funny part was the reason we could just go for the day or most of the day is that we left our dogs to get groomed. Right, oh. so we go to this daycare Uh-oh. doggy groomer place, and right. we have six mm-hmm. hours. Right, it's two hours a dog because they're <laughs> floofy dogs. And I brought them all at once, which I don't typically do. And it's super close to our house because we've got one who vomits in the car, guaranteed. And um, so we're walking in, and there's a rubber mat at the front door that has the largest. I'm going to say Mastiff Shadooby I've ever seen. And it wasn't oh, a healthy wow. Shadooby because he's nervous. Yeah. He's going into this place. It was so gross. And at least it was on a rubber mat. So it was like a human femur sized dog wet turd. It was a pile of such grossness. But somebody had obviously by accident maybe kicked it a little. So it's not all in one place. It kind of moved around <laughs> a little. <laughs> There was well, maybe it was maybe it. he was walking. <laughs> maybe. maybe he was maybe he was poop dog walking. Maybe. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my dog. Are, I have a dog who does that at the those trio. Are bad. They're not good. They're so not good. we're like trying to control three crazy dogs. We're like, <laughs> where are we going? And we're keeping their leashes super close to our side so they don't get in the shadooby. Meanwhile, they're getting groomed like shadooba away. But I was gonna say, if you're a super dick. You just don't worry about that shit because they get ready to get washed anyway. So, all right, here's a little extra something, something for you. It's like Ew. eating Oreos before you go to the dentist. I mean, at a certain I, point, I tell my kids that all <laughs> I'm the time. <paying> you <laughs> get earn your money, friend. Earn your <laughs> earn your copay. I don't know. No. So we get inside tight. and and we're like sweating now because you know it's both hot out. It might also be raining because every day I groom my dogs, it rains. Murphy's Law follows me. And I get inside. We're like, <gasps> here are the three leashes. Um, they have tied themselves up into a crazy knot. And here, they're your problem now. By the way, super cute young girl behind the counter. There is a Shadooby the size of my head uh, right outside this door. And um, it's kind of a situation out there. Is she the poop whisperer? She gets all the dogs who want to deuce it? And that's the way it's going to be? Look, when you work at a kennel, at your half of your job, you just have to know is going to be cleaning up vomit, is going to be cleaning up duty, is going to be expressing anal glands. It's, I mean, yeah. So why is this the chosen job? There are a lot of jobs. I don't get. She's don't young. Get she likes dogs. I, I don't know. Some people don't mind stuff like that. No, they do. They're, come on. Come, I don't That's, think. I mean, think about nurses. Think about the nurses that help you de- deliver your three babies. That is way grosser than a shadooby on the. That's that's it's just a some. Mir- it's a miracle of life, and that part takes like twenty-two seconds, right? That's the part where they're like, "All right, look to the other side." 
and somebody's got this. As opposed to what? Half your day is dog shit? Is that? I kind of, I kind of, I kind of feel like it. Labor takes a while, you know? And then there's a little bit of after party that happens that you don't (laughs) really want. After party. That you don't really want. But the rest of it, and I mean, maybe they're like stabbing people with needles. That's sort of fun. You know, that's, that's different. So that like, I don't know. It's not a party. Okay. Well, it's like, honestly, it occurred to me, I'm trying to think of what test we had done or why this popped into my brain. I don't even know. Maybe it was a story on the news. Similar profession. When you're a lab tech or a researcher and all you're doing are doing like poop smears. That's what it was. Somebody was telling me they got a coligard. That's right. Somebody was describing, I got coligard instead of doing a regular colonoscopy. I've done neither, even though I'm due for probably both. But yeah. hey, I'm not, no thanks. So anyway, I'm sh- I'll am i do it. I'm very healthy. I'm going to do all my stuff. You better. Yay, it's great. Well, coligard, she was walking us through the steps of that thing. I will spare you the steps of that thing. They make it look on TV with that little cartoon. Like you basically, you know, wiping your crack with a postcard and you're done. No, there's like, there's maneuvers. You got to have like a bucket. It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. And so that led me to think, who is the (laughs) cola guard operative where all you do all day is you're opening up mail with people's (laughs) shit in it and you get to process their literal poo-poo. Coming to you in the mail. That's yeah. your whole day. You're opening mail. With duty. It's addressed to you, and it has poop poops in it. And you have to then, like, handle it. Literally, manipulate and handle it. What? What? Come on. It's all. It's Come awful. On. You went to college. And they for don't this, even get the dog. For this? For this? They don't no. even get the doggy love. What's that song? Young, dumb, and broke. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I mean, if you're young, dumb, and broke, you you got to be really young and really. I don't. Broke. I don't know. I don't know who wants this. I don't know who wants this. So I tell her about it, and she said, "Oh, she was really like, oh no!" And she jumped up and she went to go outside. She followed us after they took our dogs, and the guy in front of me, he and his wife were walking out after di- probably doggy daycare drop off, mm-hmm. and he steps right in it, <laughs> and he is wearing. <laughs> He's wearing sandals. <laughs> Good morning. It's 9 a.m. And you are like toe deep in, in sick duty. <laughs> and, and he's probably got some kind of nonsense dog that doesn't even, you know, that poops like a pinky's worth. And so he's, he has no concept of what like a proper dog. But like for. you can hear it, right? Squish. Like he goes right in it. And I have a foul foul mouth right I have a foul mouth yep yep I drive truck love you. on the That's side it. right so he, he made me blush with the shit that came out of his mouth and I thought <gasps> no! he was furious he lost oh, his mind and his wife no. turned to Stuart and to me and she said I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> I you should have looked right back and said that was my dog's poop <laughs> <laughs> who the f- would do this and leave. like he oh, lost. It wasn't just like I'm so angry there's poop on my skin. He was went into full attack mode. He was. It's okay when when you start yes. sounding like a rugby player when you have like truly up to your patella in gooey dog pooey. That's okay for you to lose your business for a few seconds. But when you start immediately, like, I'm going to burn this place down. He was going to burn the place down. Yeah, it was. So Stuart and I immediately started to laugh. (laughs) 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 We just told her. We just told she's going to. So she she apologized to us for her husband. And then I tell my brother about it because I can't stop laughing. And he said, well, it's clear what has to happen. What? And he said, first thing is. You throw away those shoes immediately. <laughs> like you yes, throw those yes, away. Yes, yes, he said, yes, yes, yes. You go in the back of your car where you have those supermarket bags and you tie, you rubber band them around your feet. You drive yourself home. And I said, they're making really good strides with prosthetics these days. You might have to take your feet off too because that I is. I agree because you can't, there's no, it will never be clean again. You will thing, never be clean no, again. Just thank God it's not your hands because that you're going to put that up to your face and other people's face, and maybe at some point after some chicken, you're going to stick your fingers in your mouth. At some point Blech. after some chicken, she says. <laughs> I'm just here. I, my, our good friend, Dr. Joe, I swear, I don't. he's a urologist. And I think, pal, 
You can't get your hands clean enough for me. What? It, how? Come on. What is that? When is Urology that? is cleaner than proctology. He does. He does all of the business. He does all he, the allergies. He all does. The- he. I'm. I'm underselling him. He's world class. Blah, 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 super great. I, I just think to myself, and he loves to tell you what he was touching that day. That's Doctor Joe, right? Because he's he's hilarious. But it's just also, mm-mm. you. There's not a triple glove enough for me. That's still pretty close. And I'm an earthy gal, right? I'm not one of these like, oh, I can't handle it. I'm just saying, I don't wish to physically handle it. I don't want to go picking up people's business. Or stepping my, in it. As my business. That's not, who chooses this? It's a profession. And, and let's take Dr. Joe, for example. He's helping people. These are people who can't, who absolutely have life-changing help when they're done seeing him, Right. Absolutely. Somebody, somebody who has a bucket and a mop and a rubber mat that's filled with, you know, canine. Get a bucket, get a mop. Canine loosey goosey poosey. No. She no. came out with a uh, hose and a nozzle and she just <laughs> sprayed that shit up against the wall. But <laughs> but I mean, uh, it's ew. And yes, oh, you now have yikes. one foot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Had you lose the foot, there was a shadooby incident. It was a massive. I'll tell you after a few drinks. I'll tell you after a few drinks. My massive moment. Yeah, it's gross. So gross. Yeah. So we we started our drive down to the shore, just hysterical laughing. I'm really sorry for my husband. I'm like, don't be sorry. I do the same. He just made. He just made my next two weeks right. (laughs) Because now I'm gonna be sitting here laughing whenever anything makes me really pissed off in the safe way. They don't have my kind of rice or whatever it is. I'm just gonna think of him losing his shit, overstepping and shit, over shit. Um, I do. I don't mean to be distracted. I I do have my my first topic for you. Oh, by the way, the house looks great. The windows are in. The roof is on. So we're wait a minute. So the whole beach update is that we met some poor soul who stepped up to his waist and deuce and freaked (laughs) out the roof. The roof is on fire. The deuce, no, 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 the no. We pay insurance premiums. I, I want to bang this thing out in the beginning because I'm kind of distracted. I did talk last week about, you know, gift receiving and and sucking at it or being a great <laughs> gift receiver, even when the gift is so fucking stupid. And we got a couple Aww. of we got some feedback on that. And uh, we did have a friend who actually did purchase that yodeling pickle that was in Stuart's cart. No, he checked out that he had canceled because stop it. Okay, just stop it. But I found a worse gift. I found the worst gift. No, no. No, no. I found the worst gift. And I'm going to text it to you right now because I want an authentic reaction from you. If you tell your husband you would like a piece of jewelry. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Let's see what we got. Which you tell you tell your spouse. Uh, you like. <laughs> what are you doing? Where? How, who? Stop it! Wait, look it. How many? When? Can you describe what I sent you first? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> we gotta go back. We gotta go back. Yeah. There's there's a deeper yeah. concern. What's that? In the in the violence that I just received through telecommunications <laughs> from you. Yeah. Listen, 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 listen. Look it. Tell me. How do you find this content? Because it, it can't be seeking you out. It if does. It is, that's a that's a red flag <laughs> for me. Something's wrong with that's me. That's a red flag. <laughs> this is not what people should send you. Jewelry made out of human teeth. Yes, dear listener. I was on Facebook today. Ugh, this one and has I... like a filling in it. Oh, that's, that's even a filling. worse. Or just a cavity. That's a filling. That's a silver <laughs> filling. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. And the ones so on the top, gross. they have they have fillings in them. I, I see this. Two people I know peripherally on Facebook have commented on this site. Oh, what is this site? And it comes up and it has t- teeth, like molars. It has molars oh, on the top. Uh, we will put it on Brill Up Squad. So head over to Facebook where you can see... And or Instagram at Listen Brilliant, but Facebook at Brilliant Observations, Brillab Squad, and take a look at these rings. I assume they're just rings. There's more there, isn't there? This, you know, brought to you by the makers of the scrotum earring. I mean, what is next? <laughs> what is next? Well, we used to have rabbit's feet as good luck charms. 
And that's super gross. It is. It really is. Can we appreciate that for a second? When was, oh, but it's soft. Um, It is the hand of an animal. You are Victorian car- people used to braid little brooches out of their dead people's hair and wear it as a pin. There's lots of kooky, goofy ass shit that humans have done that we don't need to do anymore. Why? Why? It's creepy and gross. I don't want to carry a dead animal in my pocket. I don't want. And how is that teeth. lucky? I don't want teeth from someone else's body as like an ornament on me. You know who does that? You know who does that? No. People in cartoons who have like a spear and a very small little bikini made of animal skin and they're ready to stab you in the throat. Those kind of those kind of people are the ones who have teeth necklaces, right? And rings and things. These are from cannibals. That's the word I wanted. These are from cannibals. Look at who I who I chopped up and devoured. This is not like, oh, my baby's teeth fell out of their head. You know what? Let me wear it always. We had a topic of on the pod a year ago, two years ago, maybe. I don't know if you were on pod yet. It was about your deceased loved ones and their tattoos. I super was- know. And that I that was not me. I was actually going to bring it up. But I didn't because I thought, I know Jessica did that. And I didn't want to say anything. Did she actually go through with it or did she no. like doing it? No. And so, the thing is, you get, tell them, tell them, go, go, go. Your your loved one dies and they have these tattoos <laughs> on their body. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You started that out so sad and creepy. It's so hilarious. So, so here we are, guys. So your loved one's dead. And the first thing that you do is like a little recipe. Is you take a so tiny scalpel. <laughs> so your loved one dies and you take a tiny scalpel and you. Now you put them in the Cuisinart and you remove, grind them all the way up. <laughs> You remove the skin where their tattoo was and they make a canvas out of it and they frame it and you hang it in your, I don't know. I like creepy fucking house, I guess. I like potty art and I wouldn't hang it in my body. So I don't, I don't know where you hang it. First of all, that's not the one I thought Jessica did. I do remember now that you say this, that she brought that on pod and because I listened, of course, to your whole podcast and our dear friend Jess, who we love and we'll see very soon. I'm going to see her today. The canvas. You jerk. This canvas thing. I was just in her hometown and I didn't see her at all. She doesn't live there anymore. But and so I can't really call out you jerk. Tell her I said I love her. I, I'm going to see her the trio today for dinner. Here is here is the tattoo dealio that I thought she was considering. So set me straight. I thought she was going to do the one where they impregnate the ink of your tattoo with the cremated remains of your deceased loved one. She did I that. She, she has that. She she did it. She yep. did. She put, yeah. So she has, she has her deceased daughter embedded in tattoo ink, embedded in her skin. In right? her arm. And I know yeah. another, and I know another woman who I used to work with, very sad story. Her daughter died on Mother's Day, totally unexpectedly due to an un, previously undiagnosed food allergy. Immediate, it was super traumatic and it just happened just this Mother's Day. And within a week, she had a tattoo on her arm and I thought is this another one so it must be something that is that is close to that specific parent child grieving process where that feels exactly like the thing that you need to do because to me I can't get my head around it I can't but I don't have any tattoos so I'm sort of 18 steps removed already do what you're gonna do man I'm all whatever you're gonna do I endorse I think it's great I'm just saying to me, I'm like, that does not cross my mind. That's not the thing that I would think of. I got to tell you, in these modern days, if I came into your home and I saw your deceased loved one's body parts hanging in a frame in your stretched home. Stretched out, like splayed out. Stretched it out. on the canvas. I, no. I'm out. Like, I, I can't tell you how quickly <laughs> that out. friendship, that relationship, any ship that was ever possible That's in that. That's a deal breaker? That's oh, a deal breaker? Absolutely. That's absolutely. a deal breaker? Yeah, sure. That's a deal breaker? Yeah. Is it a joke that you inherited from your... No, I still don't want your DNA dead. No. 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 Wow. No. You have a tattoo on your body about your dead ex-husband or your dead whatever. Sure, sure, sure. Put a tattoo on your body. That's on you. Art, 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 art. To have gone through with removing it from someone else's body... I mean, I can't. I can't even finish the fucking sentence. So as I'm scrolling on Facebook and I see this teeth thing, oh, I did threaten my mother. 
though, that I was going to after that. Remember, I told you they got a mausoleum where they're going to be like the fifth oh, draw, yes. drawer. Yeah, up. they go and they have lunches. There. Yeah, they have the de- <laughs> DHOA, the Dead Homeowners they have the Association. The Dead Homeowners Association, <laughs> and they go and have drinks there with their dead friend. One dead, four that, still living. Yeah, the five of them. That, I find that horribly, horribly hilarious in every way that I adore. So it's awful and great. Kind I of. said, Dad, do you put like a tuna hoagie in front of, sorry, a tuna sandwich in front of your deceased friend's drawer? Is that where? Oh, it's good times. It's good times. So she, they paid all of this money for this mausoleum. And I said, that's great. What I'm really going to do is I'm going to have you cremated into jewelry and I'm going to make like a cremation diamond out of it. A cremation diamond. Don't shake your head at me. A cremation diamond. You would not know the difference. Only I would. This tooth on a ring is why, so wait, disturbing. Stop, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Why do you want to carry your mother around on a diamond on your I neck? don't. Because first things first, I would lose it. And then that's just more offensive <laughs> than, <laughs> than do anything else. you really else. want her that close to you always? Like an ornament? Or is that your way of saying, I got you, biatch? Which is Who's it? in control now, bitch? That's right. <laughs> Who that lost you go, in my... That girl's going in the corner. I'm putting you in the draw. <laughs> it's dark in there. Tell Hope me, scared. Tell me who's You're a terrible. disappointment right now is I just dropped you down the sink. Oh! oh. <laughs> I continue to disappoint. Flushed him down it. a thousand feet below. Yeah. I don't think you want jewelry. Of no, I did want to make her crazy, though. So she's like, no, I paid That's for fine. it. That's <laughs> fine. I endorse. That's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. False yeah, way. so cremation diamonds are one thing. Uh, I have, and she's like, oh, I'll be so tiny by then because she finally caught on to, I, I hope she's joking. I said, don't worry. I'm going to mix all of your bones with all of my dogs and get a bigger diamond. So you'll this be in such, there. These are such love-filled conversations. And she dropped the have. phone and walked away and my father picked are, up. <laughs> you guys really have a great bond. I love it. I think My it's father delightful. picked up and he said, what did you do? <laughs> Knock it off. You know my father. Turn Knock it off. Yes. Turn about, baby. Turn about. <laughs> I'm just giving her back the love she raised me with, Pop. Don't worry, Dad. You'll go in the drawer with your friends. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. Drawer three. You'll be in drawer three with your friends. I don't get it. You're gone. You have no cognition. There's nothing left. Why Why are you going through all of this? You're not even being buried or rolled into a cabinet anywhere near any family you've ever had. Well, Why they have is a daughter. This a production? Well, they have a daughter who's already making plans to grind them into dust and turn it into jewelry. So, Correct. perhaps they're thinking about: Did I have any mark on this planet? Will anyone remember me in a way that's not shoved into a drawer? There, you know, literally. So I'll shove myself in the drawer, and then I control it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that there is. I think everyone, on occasion, puts a little thought into how they will be remembered what happens when they are no longer here absolutely what, beyond legacy they there is there is the vanity of who will think of me and in what way i also know that when i go to a cemetery very rarely i'm not I'm, some people just go there for for photographs because they think it's a pretty place all these kinds of things others have a family history where they it's part of their culture where they go every week and it's normalized in that way and for a time it was much more frequent in attendance who were Italians and it was down the street, you know, so it was, it was kind of a frequent thing to do, but not so for me growing up and it's not really my deal. So not spending a lot of time in there. Anytime I find myself in a historic place or a historic cemetery, I'm always really impressed. And I have a minor daydream about the biggest pedestal or whatever the little houses that they built in marble and and on the huge engraving and the ones that are really sad or really thoughtful or really large because it just calls to mind how important it was to memorialize that loss these things are not cheap now right and right. Ma- so and it was just astronomical it was it was years and years and years of wages to create sometimes people would save Long after the death, sometimes it would be a 20 or 30 year process to increase like you people buy an engagement ring and then some Upgrade. some couples will will turn it in and get a bigger one until you get the bigger one, the one that you wanted. And that takes you 10 or 20 or 30 years. They do, would do the same thing with all those monuments. And I, so I have had the little daydream like, gosh, wouldn't it be nice to have a really, really giant thing or whatever and to not have to not have to put in all the years to get it done, but just to think, oh, somebody cared that much and had the means, both things at once. That's that's a nice little daydream that's gone in a blip because if I want that, 
I could be saving for my little creepy shit right now. I know I've told you this before. My parents have already set up and made all of their plans only in response to my husband's father unexpectedly passing due to an undiagnosed heart condition. He, he died when he was on vacation. Super awful. We didn't get to see him. So when this happened and everybody was going through the services, my parents were there and my husband's the oldest. So he's doing the whole thing, grieving his dad, dealing with the whole thing unexpectedly and writing checks and shaking hands with, you know, people in creepy suits and all the rest. And they thought, I don't, we don't want to ever put your kids through this. We'll just do it in advance. So basically you can walk up and someone will slide you a piece of paper and say, here's, here's what they wanted. And PS it's paid. There you go. So that's the reason maybe they're doing this. And as an offshoot of being nice to you, they, they did the thing where, well, all of our friends have decided we're going to die sometime in the next Next couple of anyways, so let's start having a party now. We'll have our drinks, and I want this drawer with the view of the door that I can't see. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it's part of their processing, right? I don't know. To be honest, I'm not going down there to visit. You know, there, because of the way I personally feel about you're you're gone, you're gone. Like you are not in there. If I want to talk to you, you don't think I talk to my nana on the regular as it is now. I mean, her phone number is still in my phone. I could call her. Her voice is on my answering machine. Yeah, dear listener, I have an answering machine. And the first four messages, the only four messages, are from my Nana. And occasionally, I play them and I hear her. And it's scary, creepy, and wonderful at the same time. Important. It's important. So anyway... Uh, well, this is a super toe tapper of an episode. Sorry. But the other thing, no, no, the other thing I was trying to say to you about those directives, just to get back to it, um, Janine, best friend, friend of the pod, emergency room nurse, all this, you know, runs all the business, all the things, right? She would say with sadness that the people who had always, the people who had the most airtight directives yes do not do not do not negative negative pull it I don't want it I know exactly and it's all done and buttoned up and triplicate and ready to roll are the ones who are absolutely the healthiest and would pull for it pull through if you did it oh that's crazy you know they always it was always the ones who if you would just give me an inch man I'm gonna keep you here and you'll be fine right but they're like no they're not gonna risk it and then it's the other ones who were like you know, already on 18 plugs and mechanical devices and they're saying, do extort, you know, extraordinary measures. Right. Save me, save it's like, me. like, are you kidding? For what? For more medical bills? So it's a... That's crazy. We humans are some complicated, stupid people. We are. Stepping shit up to our tits. We have to cut our it. feet off because I can't ever <laughs> imagine bringing that into my house. <laughs> I'll take a faux foot. That's fine. Oh, um, you said no. you had a retraction from last podcast. Do you have anything you'd like to retract? I, I, I did. I did. Polly is up in arms over being mischaracterized two shows ago, mischaracterized in grading the bathroom. We've, we've seen a lot of bathrooms on our travels up and down the East Coast. And I mentioned that he had downgraded a bathroom and we were stunned that he was such a uh, aggressive and negative judge. He a was the Russian pris. judge. Well, yeah, potty press. He's a potty press. He was a potty press. So the elusive potty press. <laughs> he caught wind of this and demanded to hear how it was described, and indeed said, "I gave it a B minus, not a D." No. So he is furious, and he said that it needed to be addressed. Uh, okay, so and in the process of doing that, I thought I would start a little, a few other retractions, and I was trying to come up with them just to make sure if I'm going to do it, I'm going to New York Times it and do it right. So I did, I did actually come up with one or two, and here I've made a list, and it's an all bold, right? So the number one retraction is, uh, Polly graded that bathroom a B minus. Okay, so I I stand corrected. I would like to retract my own words from the previous 201 episodes. Anything I've ever said, oh, I no. think I need to just retract it. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. The, the other one that I have, well, it's every time I hear one of these things, I'm like, oh, that's that's not what I meant. And I didn't really say that right. Oh, I sound like a dick, like on and on. So we're just going to let that go. So what I did actually write here, Missy is not making me mean. Which you oh. already know. Which you already know. But the thought that you thought I was doing it or that I was mean... I've been it's sending not, you be nice TikToks. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I know that you're not. I know that you're not. And after we stopped, the other challenge 
kids and gang is that when we record these episodes, we go out of our way to not speak to each other prior. So when we get on here, we're yaka taka 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 and we bust out all the stuff that we haven't talked in a week and all the things and catching up and blah, 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 blah. And we get through a few things that we had planned to talk about. Rarely do we get through the things that we've planned to talk about. We just end up talking about other things. So when we're done, we turn it off. And then we still sit here and keep talking for like another hour. And that's when usually all the gold comes. And every time we say, why don't we just keep the recording going? But it would never work that Guys, way. you don't want to hear two hours of us. It's not that No, good. I know they don't. I know they don't. But it's like the good stuff always comes later. And that is, that's why when I say Missy is not making me mean, we talked for an hour after that show. And I made my point of what I was actually trying to say. So you heard it. But then the only thing that's out there in the ether is... God, that Amy is such a bitch. But I mean, you know. I haven't gotten any feedback like that. I have because I heard it. And that's the feedback my brain told me. So you are not making me mean. You are not making me mean. And here, here's the other one. Here's the other one. I, I, I'm, I'm, hang on. I gotta, gotta just. Okay. A Hummer is a blow job. It is that. We know. It, it is. I disagree. I still disagree. No, you don't. I'm, I do disagree. I can never. Somebody said it on the weekend. And I said, that's not what it is. But I'm going to. I And I was trying to. Did you really argue about, with somebody at a lacrosse no, tournament about it? No, I don't know. I don't argue with anybody about it. I just, I know the truth. And I just, I know the truth. When I had, when you have something in. This sounds horrible in this context. When, when you have something in your brain. So it's good to say. When you have something in your mouth. <laughs> when you learn it one way, that's the way. That's what I don't know why. What are you, I the Mandalorian? Was... This is the way. <sighs> I don't want to retract anything anymore. You're being, it's not, it's not going the way that I thought it was going to go. I'm saying, I'm trying to be good. I tried to put one on here, Glenn, Gwyneth Paltrow, but I can't retract it because she's terrible. I tried to put one on here <laughs> on Gwen Jeffrey Dubin, but I can't retract it because I don't. Don't worry, work with I him. do. I do the other side of the coin for that. So we have we have a little push and pull. She said, she said, going on here. Um, I have a question for you. I will answer it. We've discussed tipping before, right? Oh, no. Oh, God. That's your question? Okay. Um, I want to know, <sighs> during COVID, our tips went up. We raised our game on- They did. On tipping because of people who were actually doing the Lord's work by delivering our groceries and, you know, all of the people who were still working were- were definitely necessary to keep our lives moving. So we raised our game on tipping. Are are we back to regular tipping? Did we drop down from COVID tipping to normal tipping again? I don't know the answer. The expectation from the food service industry is that we did not go back to regular tipping. We did not. I don't know that I can I, handle that. I bought deli items yeah and they invited me to give them a tip deli items in the supermarket no in in just a deli I went in there and you know get this 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 it's counter service not even it's takeout I walk in I say I'm looking up at a chalkboard okay I would like numeral 10 they make numeral 10 with no special objects for me and now I pay for numeral 10 and they would like a tip the tip is Where's the, where's the, did you bring it out to my car? Did I ask you to do it in triplicate? Like, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm a generous tipper, but that's crossing into other territory. It's not the same when the business was not able to stay open or they did open and we're putting our lives at risk and all the rest agree, of it. Agree, right? agree, I agree. Agree, agree, agree. Now, well, now we're in a really tricky spot because there's places where you never tip at the counter you're not even at the counter you're not even sitting at the counter it's not even a buffet I'm not even having a gray area where well people are here and they're busting you did refill my drink three times none of that has even happened you are a cashier right you are a cashier so are you saying it's like going to the supermarket and seeing that cashier say did you want to leave a tip for me that's what's next that's what's next that's absolutely what that was there's that area which is one whole thing But what you're describing and discussing is a separate and more troubling thing, which is we as consumers are now invited, encouraged. uh, I don't even know what the word would be. It's in our brain space. 
that we are somehow complicit in the operation of a restaurant business. We are complicit in that operation. In the beginning during COVID, this was opening during a snowstorm, right? This was delivering into, you know, walking, delivering in the middle of a typhoon, right? This is a big deal that you're doing it. Now, when everybody is trying to come back and trying Absolutely. to be open. yes. Normalcy. There is a lot of there is a lot of public pressure and among people who go out all the time, there's there's reasonable pressure. We're putting it on ourselves. How involved do we have to be in sustaining your workforce? Right. There are these are these are hard jobs and not as many people well, we're dining are out. available not as many people are available to work these jobs. And it's not exclusively because you know, they're getting funding from some government source or a political topic. It is much more likely that we previously had seasonal work in this country that was held by immigrants, people who would come, they're temporary, they're kids who would come from Czechoslovakia, who would come from who knows where. They fly in for the summer, they work all these summer jobs, and then they leave. And they're not here. They're just absolutely not available. And the little teen kids, aren't working these jobs. The little American teens aren't doing them. But so what does this mean? So we either don't get to eat a hamburger. That's an okay choice for me, right? I get it. If it doesn't work and we have to reinvent this industry, let's do it. What I don't want to hear is that we're reinventing this industry and now Amy has to pay $97 for a cheeseburger that's not worth 10. That's not worth 10. That's not okay. That's not okay. So you are a fan of, of scaling back to tipping as opposed to tipping. Like, because we really, if you're buying I, groceries and they're $80, you were paying like a buck 20 for those groceries because here's the tip we recommend. Here's like, wait a minute. Uh, I mean, it's not, I've it's never the only been a roll fan of toilet tipping. paper. I've never been a fan of tipping. I've said that on this this podcast a thousand times. It's It makes me uncomfortable period. That doesn't mean I'm a poor tipper. And Frank, quite the opposite. I'm an overly generous tipper because I'm already uncomfortable. And that's the only way that I can get comfortable with it is knowing that I did a better than A plus job at the tipping. I hate it. I feel taken advantage of, but I do it, right? So what I would prefer and what happens in just a handful of places here in our in, in where I live now, I was gonna say my hometown, couldn't even get it out of my mouth, right? We have a couple of restaurants who have and from the day they started long before COVID said we, because they're, they're places that are neurodiverse. So they, in, they include a lot of people who otherwise couldn't have gotten a job. There's a place that has some convicts working there. So it's all these things. It's great. And you're like, Ooh, I like eating here. Cause I'm supporting people who need some support. In addition to that sandwich is banging. So, okay, we do that. And they proudly proclaim we pay Great wages for every person who is associated with our business, every person who works here. We are a no-tipping establishment. Oh. So much so, so much so, that if you feel your service was so extraordinary that you must leave a tip, we will gratefully receive it and donate it to these three causes. So you, there's no chance that you get to tip anybody here. We are absolutely no tipping because we're all, part of this is the neurodiverse thing. I think they're trying to, re, they don't want it to be a problem for anyone a lot of tips and now it becomes a brain fuck yeah yeah yeah. no but why whatever their reason we pay the other place is just a she she fancy place in town and they're like we pay everybody here that's why everything's so good and I would rather come in and pay an honest amount for the food we are all fooled into thinking okay food in America is like sizes at old navy they're just lying they're wrong yeah they're wrong they're wrong they're wrong they're wrong. You are not the same size pants that you have been for the past 18 years. They have increased the amount of fabric and not changed the size. And when you shop at Old Navy, they have made the numbers go down so that the clothes get bigger. If you hold up a piece of clothing from Old Navy and get any other piece of clothes from anywhere else, it is gigantic. It's because they know that people would rather buy the number of their clothes. You know, I'm a size eight or whatever I am. That's instead crazy. of, yes. And the same is true with food. It doesn't cost 99 cents for a taco because it cost 99 cents for a taco in 1971. Things have gone up in price. So the hamburger that you're paying two or three or seven dollars for, it's probably a $10 hamburger in a restaurant. And you're used to paying 
$7. And that's why they're charging you $3 for the drink and expecting a tip because they're not paying the server. I would rather pay $15 for a burger and a drink and not have to worry about who carried it to my table. Pay them a wage. All right, I'm done. All right. So that's in the food industry. And I kind of agree that we're back to now everybody's working and you're no longer doing God's work. I don't even know if you were doing God's work when we were in the middle of it when I go out to dinner now. I don't know if you were sitting on your couch like I was hoping that in that storm somebody else is bringing you. What about the guy who came to do to service the heat and air conditioning, our HVAC guy who came to do the house? Stuart's like, do you have a five? I'm like, a, a five? No, he needs to be stopped. No, he needs to be stopped. Unless something was excessive, extraordinary. Above and beyond. Over and, over and above. You don't, you don't tip that. I, we, have, we have another couple here. Um, I, I don't know what. I feel like they're doing it in a showy way. And Stuart is a thousand percent not, not showy. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. So that's why I'm like, he, I think he's, he's just, he can be reminded. That's not what you need to do. The showy way is when the big lawn care team comes to do a big all day project, like a mulch thing, they would go and get breakfast sandwiches for everybody and feed everybody in the morning. I'm like, you're not a plantation owner. What are you doing? Right. right. <laughs> it's just weird. It was just, you know, we, I, anyway, there's some people who never go to a meeting without a giant box of donuts or all these tomatoes because it's tomato season. That's very nice. And at a certain point it becomes, I see what you're doing. When somebody is working on stuff in your house, treat them as close to a guest as you can. Would you like a cup of coffee in the morning? Yep. Would you like a soda? How about a water? If you're putting out snacks or, or it's for the kids, maybe you guys have got some Halloween candy. You want a little treat? Something like this. I don't think you have to walk out there when they're done and say, for your trouble, for your trouble. I mean, I don't think you have to give them cash. I don't. Unless there's a reason for it. A regular service, I wouldn't give $5. I wouldn't. Maybe that makes me a horrible person. I don't think it does. I want to do it. And it's very hot here. It's not hot where right. you are. Uh, no, we've had 100 degrees the last few days. Yesterday was That's wasn't. very hot where you are. What <laughs> happened? I don't know. I really don't know. And our friends on the West Coast had it really bad. Oh, my God. Shit's bursting into flames. It's awful. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy what's going on out there. Can you tell me if you were a man, what kind of man would you want to be? <laughs> tell me what kind of man it's so interesting that you ask that question in that, is that way. chicago by the way no i don't even know Sharing that song do it again life. oh no you're not gonna get it from my singing i already got you twice <laughs> you sing so beautifully mm, lovely I what love kind of man sing from your heart oh that's the problem i sing from my labia of that's course never, i sing from my heart that's never a problem it's never a problem you, you sing from your heart. It, the best singers in the world si- only sound good when they sing from their heart. Singing with precision and perfection is crap. It's like that deaf person who plays the piano. Perfectly, logistically. You right. have to, it is, it is moving. I wonder what happened to her. And lovely when you hear someone singing for the expression of it. And that is what singing from the heart is. And that is what you were doing when you were. Did you catch that? I put you on um, in our closing music. I put your song last week. You were, you were, you didn't hear it. What? Never mind. (laughs) Nothing. Why are you, why are you like this all the time? Learn to edit. Why do you do this? (laughs) And you have that drop in there from me yelling at my husband. I hate that. I hate that so much. I was so Brian. I we were stressed. We were in the middle of things. But the, you were still the internet nice. was not working. It didn't sound nice to me. Brian. It sounded mean. I am a, it sounded mean. No. I didn't like it. I love the way that you asked that question. If you were a man, what kind of man would you want to be? Because it completely turned. I put on our board, what kind of man do you want to be? Because I have a little story that goes with it. I've been sitting on this story for several, several weeks. So to recall it is fun and I might or I might not because when you ask the question, if I were a man, what kind of man would I want to be? I completely reframed it in my head. I would want to be exactly the kind of person that I was just getting ready to chastise with my little story. Oh, shut up. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, that's how deep and ingrained it is. That's the, I, I, I have three boys. I have a male dog. I have a husband. 
You got a lot of testosterone up in this bitch, okay? And the little one, who is not little, he's taller than me, the little one is now both very skilled and successful and dedicated to his sport of choice, lacrosse. He is sticking with it. The older two played lacrosse. Time was we had three of them going all at once. That's a lot. The little one is now playing at a level where each increasing championship opportunity, each increasing league, there's more and more seriousness in the play, in the coaches, in the competition, in the parents. Screaming on the sidelines. There's that. There's always that. And there's that even when, when you're in the, in the no chance bizarre league, right? Nobody cares. What are you doing? There's still people losing their fucking mind, which is ridiculous to me. All right. So when it matters, it's okay to lose your mind maybe a little bit, but not, you know. Not by stepping get, in shit. But. Some people who are not us, some people get fistfights over this nonsense. It's like, are you, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's some high, wow. high, high energy engagement. They're in it to win it. So when you asked me that question, my brain immediately went, I would want to be the John Wayne, badass, tough, you know, take no shit. People look at you, whoa, step to the side. That's exactly the kind of man that I would want to be. I would want to be silent because I don't know what even what that's like to even pretend I can be silent. <laughs> For any second, I married a silent man. I want to be, I want to be just, you know, stand there, arms crossed like, fucking try it that's the kind of man that's the kind of man that i want to be because that's a complete I'm, I'm not that at all i'm super not that at all i would i'm like a daisy flower picking can i give you a bigger hug kind of a person but if i was a man mm-mm. i'm gonna snap that shit off and pop you with it that's immediately where my brain went weeks ago we had a couple of kids get injured on the lacrosse field right badly injured this way that way the other way and this one kid's there, and he's hurt, and he's sitting down, and he's really hurt. Like, I'm questioning, is there a broken bone up in there hurt? Like, it's hurt. And he's sitting down, and the next game is coming up, and I happen to walk by. Just honestly, I was just passing. I wasn't even involved. A lot of times I'm like, can I get you some ice? How can I help? He was already icing. He's seated. Walking by, and I hear the dad say to him, well, I guess you need to decide what kind of man do you want to be? Because he was trying to pump him up to play in the next game no. with, a pot, with a possibly broken wrist. And you know that little kid went back out there and played oh, the next game. Oh, no. And then That's his where arm are. fell off. I've got, I've, and part of it, part of it, there's, you know, another player on a different league where all the families have kids different ages. He's a little bit older. He's playing with a broken rib, with a broken rib. Goes to the doctor. He's like, yeah, I'm kind of having some trouble. I'm not really sure if maybe I pulled something. And he's like, the doctor looked at him and said, are you a tough, are you a tough guy? And the kid says, I, I don't know. And the doctor says, I think you are because you got two broken ribs here and over here. And the only one you're complaining about is broken in one place. This one's already snapped. Like, what are you doing? And he looks at, and this is one of these ortho doctors, plays the same man card. He looks over and he goes, so if I tell you that you're not really supposed to play for the next six weeks you gonna listen and he kind of smiled at him and he goes yeah I didn't think you would so here's what you do so the doctor tells him how to play with this fucking stuff I, and they do it and they do it and they do it and I mean part if of it you were a professional a athlete choice. and you were getting paid and it was how part of get your- that way how do they get that way they get that way because from as far back as into my female brain that has nothing to do with this conversation. I have an archetype that is so ingrained that even when I know it's not the kind of man that I want walking around in the world, that's the only kind of man I want to be. That's how deep this shit goes. This is what you're doing with this little kid? I was already doing it. I was already doing it immediately on a subconscious level. So I don't know. It's going to take a lot more than finger wagging to break it. And maybe some people don't even want to break it. Maybe some people are going, that's right. That's what you should do. That's your, that's your correct <laughs> I don't know. I'm watching Jane Austen. What the fuck do I know? Yeah, I don't think I would be very different as a man than I am as a woman. I mean, I, I don't really, I, I really respect and care about the things that I respect and care about. And I don't know that adding a penis um, other than 
putting your parts outside would really, other than society's well, expectations you get the of juice. you. It's not just the penis. You got to get the juice to pump it up. I mean, the juice is the problem. It's no, not it's the society's expectations of you and what, what you as a man are expected to do. And I really wish society could take that shift to make it less aggro, to make it less angry, to make it less... A sign of a man is caring and not violence. The sign of a man to be warmth and creative and intelligent instead of packing and angry and, I mean, always strong. Like, can you, can we flip that? Is there anything we can do to flip that? And that's the, the other issue is rites of passage. Does it have to be? a rite of passage that you overcome a physical injury that you that you somehow ignore physical signs and symptoms is that part of it right because it's not just in the sports field that we're you know muscle through it don't go to the doctor sickness is a weakness all this kind of nonsense yeah it's nonsense on some level but how far back does it go culturally and oh my god you have to go kill the wolf and then we'll blood you and then yeah i mean it goes back to the beginning and there of- are people still doing that shit i know two people that i worked with who proudly stand there videotaping smearing the blood on their kids like this month that's not that's not a dying out thing that's just a continuation of my in our house you know we're whatever my grandfather taught me how to make pasta like I shall kill this boar and you know eat it I think there's a big difference between one that doesn't take a life and we're watching Yellowstone Stuart and I and we love it I'm so glad oh I love that show so much we're in season three you know we're we're coming to the best season of the whole thing we're coming to the end and I know it doesn't start again until September so I thought it was August no they pushed it again I know they but then they made a comment like you're gonna have to wait to find out what happens to and they threw two names down and I was like fuck you we know what we know what happens we have brains in our heads gang I just want to put out a little shout out for Yellowstone and it's on the peacock but I'm here to tell you you absolutely have to get it you have to do it and you have to get it and you frankly take a week off of work because now once you start you won't be able to stop it and don't come at me with I was five minutes and I didn't really get hooked well then there's a problem with you and you need to sit down longer dear listener you you got a problem longer you need to sit down longer because it's coming the whole thing there's not a thing about it that's bad it's all good and frankly it's all these archetypes it's them in addition to this they have three well four if you counter they have four male characters three males and a and a and a very very male-esque female character who are all dealing with five characters everybody's dealing with the male archetype and they're all looking at it from different perspectives young old uh, broken this way broken that way trying to do the right thing it's it is it is a delightful study in humanity. And even if you don't care about any of that stupid shit, it's beautiful. They have gorgeous landscape scenery. If you're not watching it, you I, I'm here to tell you, that's a bigger red flag than having a canvas tattoo stretched of your life. I don't know. That's a deal breaker. I'm trying to say you got to watch this show. The neighbor boy is going to Montana State. Um, and as we're watching it, he's leaving in the fall. As we're watching, we're like, oh, my God, does he really get to look at all of that beauty? do we need to get a cabin out there? And and then I thought, I don't know. That's far. Two of our neighbors, one in a previous year and one right now as we speak, have gone and done this ranch experience when you can go out there and the pictures are exactly the same. They're fishing. They're wearing all this shit. They're, they're doing, I don't know how to fucking fish. They're riding the horses. It's exactly the same scenery. It makes me think that they went out to that exact same place. Or there's just lots of it out there in the western side and everything's delightful. It's so good, you guys. You got to watch it. Are there like three movies that you could not pass if you were held at gunpoint while flicking channels? What movies oh, would come up where you would say, I, I have to now, fuck, I have to now sit here for the next 40 minutes and watch the end of this movie? Well, I, I get embarrassed when I have to admit these things out loud, but it's true. Doolittle took me riding. <laughs> That's a woman pig. You don't know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. I'm staring at you because you don't know what I'm saying. Give me a You qu- have to leave the show right now. Give me another quote. Sounds like Steel Magnolias. Give me another quote. I'm a coal miner's daughter. Oh, coal miner's daughter. Well, you Dude, sang it. Me with riding. The Come on now. That's, 
I don't believe. I don't think I've seen the coal miner's daughter. daughter. I don't think I, I, I. It could be playing somewhere right now, and I would leave the show to go watch it. <laughs> is that what Sissy Spacek? Who is that? Is that Sissy Spacek? <laughs> that. Uh, yes. Okay. That's Oscar winner Sissy Spacek <laughs> for this role, Melissa. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Nobody puts baby in a corner because she's too busy watching Coal Miner's Daughter. All right, I'm putting that on my list of must watch. Guess who's coming to dinner is a must watch. A must drop everything and watch all the way through to the end, no matter when it starts or what point in the movie where you're in it. You got to watch it all the way to the end. That's it. Pillow talk. Pillow talk. Must be a pillow talking boy for me. I love Pillow Talk. It's the other one. It's super good. And that drunk maid that gets wiped out in the elevator. That shit's hilarious. Dear listener, is there a show or movie that if you pass it on TV that you have to stop and watch the rest of it? Write us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com and let us know. I have Dirty Dancing on that list. I can't pass it by. I know every word to every... Ghost is a tough one, but I don't want to see the bad shit happen again. I just want the I want the highlights of that one. Fletch is what I got sucked into the other day because Fletch is one of the best fucking movies. And I had to word for word that one too. It really annoys my husband when I do that. He says it doesn't, but I know better when he's like... He's super, he lies. He does nothing but lie when he's around you. Yeah, probably. That's probably in true. The best, in the best way. Because I'm doing it, I'm thinking... What are you I doing? can do what another one of yours. What? Pride and Prejudice. Yes. Yes. There's That's no true. way you could walk away from there, that. Well, you could really you could really give me any Jane Austen and I'll seek it out and, and watch it. And I, I could quote any one of those. A thousand percent. Any of them. Persuasion. I'll even watch that shit. So that's what I'm saying. I got, I got the Jane Austens real bad. Yes, I would do those. I used to be... I can't put everything in this category because there are parts that I will watch, but I can't watch the sad stuff. Like I love the le- I love the happy part, and when I know the bad, the sad part is coming, I'm not watching that shit. I don't need to see Lion King. I can cut that out. Yeah, Mallory. Why does do I that. have to watch? Why do I have to watch this again? I know what's getting ready to happen from the top of that rock. Why? Why? Why would I watch it? So Top Gun was on last night. Yeah, of course. I'll watch. I'll watch a couple of dogfight scenes. I'll get the volleyball going. Yeah, why wouldn't I watch this? But I'm not gonna watch it when he's crying about you know Kelly Ripa in the in the bar scene. McGillis. Shut up, whatever. They're all the same people. It's oh my God, they are not the same. People. Oh come on! Oh come on! All he them Kellys. Is that what you? He thinking? left her anyway. Tom Skerritt. It's gonna help him. Whew, Tom Skerritt. What's he's, up? He's pretty great. That checks too. out. That checks out. Because he's another one. He's another one. Oh, you know who he's like? That other guy from, uh, I'm not going to know any of these names. You have to cut all this out. The guy from the Star Trek movie with that little, one of the, one of the, one of the shit eaters is the headliner guy. But then the boss in the Star Trek movie is very Tom Skerritt-like. I feel like he's an Australian guy. All these Australians. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Not, yeah. And then the Sam somebody from Jurassic Park. He's another Australian guy. All those Australian guys. Because guess who else Australian? Hey, can I ask, can I put in a request? Um, So this year, there's a uh, huge. I told you, you had to to wait for it. Huge Jackman. And he's so awesome and great in every way. The more you learn about him, you think, Hugh. Come on. I'd like to put in a request. This year, there is a conference called She Podcast Live. It's a women in podcasting that is occurring in Scottsdale, Arizona. I would like it That's to right. be in Australia next year. Thank you. Let's so do that it. Amy and I can visit all of the Australians that she has called out in this episode. And we can. Evidently, they're all really good because we didn't know it. In advance, but evidently they're all really good. Share with us your thoughts on any of our topics from today's show. Listen Brilliant on Twitter. Amy, we'll see you there. I I tweet a lot less. It's just a terrible place to get sucked down. But we have a presence or Instagram at Listen Brilliant or find us on Facebook, Brilliant Observations, Brillab Squad. We are curious and eager to hear your opinions. If you Ooh, she's eager. If you stepped like in a pile of shit, would you cut your foot off? Like what is the next step after your toes feel Is there enough soap? <laughs> is there enough soap for stepping in a Do you go get a pedicure and then say, Oh sorry, a little dirty. <laughs> and would you wear teeth as jewelry? 
I mean, I'm gonna post this picture. You, it's a must see. So gross. It's so gross. I can't believe she's gonna do it. It's a must see. Yeah, we apologize in advance. Love you. Bye. Bye. Brian. <laughs>